The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University, Inverarian District, and many, many more playing G1 products. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Hey, we're getting close to Crimbo. Yeah, so this week's episode is all about what to get that piper or drummer, or even just piping fan in your life, what to get them for Christmas. Yeah, we've, all of us in the Rab Show team have kind of put together a bit of a list of what we would like to get, so... Yeah, we're piping and drumming fans, just like you guys. So, yeah, hopefully this week's show is informative. And, um, yes, welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So if this is the very first Big Rab Show podcast you're listening to, uh, where have you been? We've been doing this for more than a wee while now. And, uh, yeah, if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming, or indeed everything from the Celtic music scene, folk music scene, all of that sort of stuff. Basically, if it has pipes around it at all, we're all over it. So, yes, welcome. And I do realise each and every week we do introduce new people to this. And I I know people keep saying, why do you keep doing the intro? Sure, we know it's the Rab Show. Um, because we have to, because the new people every week, and they don't know who I am, they don't know who the podcast is, and all of that sort of stuff. So we have to do it by way of an explanation. So there you go. Hope that answers some questions. Speaking of questions, let's get right into it, folks, shall we? The listener mail this past week has been kind of quiet, but still some questions coming through on some previous episodes of the Rab Show podcast. Our email address, as always, is Big Rab Show. At gmail.com. You can contact us there. You can send us your commentary, suggestions for topic of the week, and uh, voicemails and all sorts of stuff. So, we got tons of questions asking, will we be revisiting uh, the RSPBA headquarters refurb again for a part three? Because this past weekend, of course, was the director's, yeah, the board of directors meeting was held in RSPBA headquarters. Now, I did kind of... I was waiting for something to drop from this meeting. And we're going to talk about that in the piping news. Uh, but whether we'll revisit this as a part three, I guess we'll have to wait and see how this situation all kind of shakes down. Because, yeah, that those two episodes that we've done have been quite controversial and, and have stirred up quite a lot of talk in the bagpiping world. Let's just say that. And it's raised quite a lot of attention. Um... But that's the whole point. We're trying to raise attention to the situation and trying to get people to talk about it as well as trying to get answers to some of the questions that you guys are asking. So we're continuing to try. We are hoping to get answers to all of these questions you guys are raising. But at the moment, so far, we're getting diddly squit. We're getting nothing. And uh, also... Um, speaking of questions, you guys asked uh, at the start of last week's podcast. I started it with me just footing around in the practice chanter. It's here, right in front of me now. Uh, GDEs, all that sort of stuff. 
Yeah, I am practicing bagpiping because I am learning how to pipe. But people are worried. I'm still drumming. Don't tell us you've put away the sticks forever, man. Come on, don't join the dark side. Well, I have a pair of sticks here too. So don't worry. Yeah, I'm still drumming as well. (laughs) At the moment, I kind of feel like a bit of a jack-of-all-trades, to be honest. It's a bit weird, you know, trying to learn how to pipe as well as learn how to get my hands moving again. So the guys at North Texas obviously had me over there in Atlanta for the Stone Mountain Games. And that was great just to get the hands moving again. And I certainly have got the bug for playing. And I'll, I'll put that out there. <laughs> I'm really enjoying just playing away through sets and scores and stuff that I used to play back in the day. And just, yeah, I am still drumming, folks. Don't worry. Uh, a lot of people are very concerned that I've turned my back on drumming. No, I'm learning how to pipe because I want to. No other real reason. I've no plans to compete or do anything crazy like that. I do realize I'm learning to pipe at a very, very late stage. <laughs> Most pipers start when they're eight or nine years old. Uh, so, hey, it's a journey. You know, at the moment, I'm still on scales, GDEs, and trying to get rid of crossing noises and little blips and all of that nonsense. So I'm going through it. I'm going through it, folks. It's good fun. So that kind of brings me into our first promotion, which I'm sure you guys will know already. We are working along with the Piper's Dojo to give you guys the opportunity to take a test drive of Dojo Premium for just $1. Now, this is, honestly, it's a great opportunity to have full access to the Piper's Dojo's website. And, uh, yeah, you pay $1, and for 30 days, you get access to the full thing. Now, there's nothing locked, so there's nothing that says, oh, you only played a dollar, you're not getting everything. Everything's open. You get access to the Facebook groups. You even get one-to-one lessons with the tutors themselves, like some of the best in the business. And uh, it's an incredible service. I really have to stress it's for all levels, by the way. So you don't have to be an accomplished player to be a part of the dojo. You can be an absolute beginner like me. Or you can be a seasoned pro and still get something from Piper's Dojo. So certainly go along. Have a look on the bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. Take advantage of the deal and the offer when it's still there, folks, because it may be disappearing soon. And um, yeah, $1 for 30 days of Dojo Premium. Go and have a, a test drive, have a look at it. You know, you can even, when you're coming into the holidays now, you'll have a few weeks to yourself. Why not sign up to the website using our promo? And uh, yeah, for $1, what have you got to lose? And at the, at the end of it, if you don't like it, fair enough. You know, nothing lost, nothing gained. It's just a dollar. Hey-ho. You know what I mean? And realistically, what does a dollar get you now? Uh, I don't know. What is that in UK money? About 80p, 90p? I wouldn't even buy you a loaf, sir. Also, we have a promotion for drummers. Don't worry. Uh, we not we not neglect you drummers. Uh, go to RhythmMonster.com. And when you sign up, of course... Uh, for either a monthly or an annual subscription for Rhythm Monster, then use our promo code BIGRABMONSTER and you'll get 10% off at the checkout. There you go. Shameless plug. But why not? I can do it. (laughs) Now, a lot of you guys actually have been signing up on Patreon. Our Patreon has seen a a pretty big jump in numbers this last uh, month or two. So to everyone who's been signing up there, Thank you. It's been incredible to see such support for the show. It's just really, really great. And uh, yeah, for $5 a month, you get your mitts on tons of extra stuff. I say this with every show, but really, it's the truth. Because back there in our Patreon site, you can just go and have a look through it. Now, it doesn't cost you anything to look. There's a lot of content on there, but it's all locked away. So you can see what's on there, but you're not allowed. You can't actually view it, if you know what I mean. 
So you can see the title and what it is, but you can't actually, you know, see it. Or hear it, for that matter. We have tons of episodes of Big Rab Show Plus on there. Lots of episodes of behind-the-scenes kind of things with us on the Rab Show team. Uh, Plus, we have exclusive interviews, backstage video clips, and on-stage video clips, and all sorts of amazing content. It'll just take too long to go through. So, go and check it out. We've put a lot of work into our Patreon page, uh, because we are... Yeah, ever so grateful for every bit of support over there on Patreon. And uh, yeah, you guys really do help support the show and uh, help us purchase new equipment and help us get to competitions and be able to provide all of this content that you guys enjoy. So yes, consider going over there to Patreon, click support, and yeah, you can be part of the Patreon faithful. The Big Rab Show faithful. Grant. Okay, now speaking of listener mail, like I said, there was a bunch of questions all about the RSPBA redevelopment, uh, but also, yeah, some people had some commentary about um, the pipe band or the pipe pod band cast. I just still can't say it right. Yes, the premier pipe band podcast. And uh, yes, to say that we have been in conversation with the creators of the podcast and going back and forward and actually messaging each other now and talking and I've been wishing them well. People seem to think that there's a bit of animosity, a bit of uh, aggression there between ourselves and the Rab Show and this new podcast. And I can only honestly say no. I, I don't know. I really didn't put that across on the last podcast. Maybe you didn't. Um, I'm honestly super excited to see a brand new podcast in the podcasting world, especially in the piping world, because that's what it's about, introducing more people to what we do. So it's fantastic. I am nothing but a supporter. I think there's fantastic news. Um, I can't wait to see more. Uh, So far, I think they've released possibly two, three episodes now. Three episodes. Um, So, yeah, they're continuing to churn out the good stuff. So, And they've also released uh, some tenor drumming tutorials as well you can go and check that out it's up on their youtube channel now so consider going and subscribing over there and giving the guys a follow of course wherever you're listening to them definitely worth a listen some interesting conversations coming through uh you know about how to organize a band and have a trip to scotland you know and for mesa caledonia it was a big trip for them to come over to scotland a few times and they talk about their experience of all of that and how to organize it it's quite interesting so yeah i am a fan I don't know where people are getting... Oh, Rob's fighting with them. Rob, you're fighting with them. Leave them alone, sir. Um, okay, I'll leave them alone, but I'm not really fighting with them. I'm trying to tell you guys about them to go and check them out. <laughs> uh, the only thing I kind of did stick on was the premiere. Yeah, that kind of did stick in my throat a little bit because, yeah, your first episode and you were calling yourself the premiere pipe bomb podcast... I just don't know where it came from, but it seems to stick because three episodes in, you're still the premier pipe band podcast. So, fair enough. You know, I'm cool with that. You know, you're the premier pipe band podcast and we're the rap show. Yeah, there we go. Now, speaking of which, we got a listener mail again and we got a bit of a voicemail. Hey, Rab. Chris Shepard. I was going to ask you another question, but from last week, you know... The podcast barely gets out of the gate, and you're already fighting with another podcast. First, it's with Channerant, and now it's with the Pod Band Pipecast. Yeah, I know you're not really fighting, but anyway, what I wanted to say, which is maybe something you've already gotten from other listeners, yes, that was their premiere podcast. It was episode one, so it's their premiering show. 
I don't think they're saying that they are the premier podcast. If they are saying that, well, hey, I stand corrected, If and you were right, but uh, that's it for that one. Um, second thing, um, with all the changes that's been going on in your life, meaning you're getting back into drumming, now you're piping, your daughter's also piping, how does your wife feel about all this, given that, you know, everybody's got a finite amount of time you're doing with the radio show and the podcast, the piping, the drumming, your daughter's doing the piping. Is she uh, in need of more earplugs or is she giving up the ghost and just uh, joining them and getting involved in a band? Let us know because there are uh, listeners who want to know. That's about it. I will sign off now. Have a good day and talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> really good question there, mate, to be honest. Well, yeah, you do mention there about the Pipe Band podcast. And like we just said, um, we're now three episodes in and they're still saying the premiere Pipe Band. So I think that kind of addresses that. They've answered that question for you. Uh, so I'm I'm quite happy to call them the Premier Pipe Band Podcast. I'm quite happy. Uh, so, yeah, there's no argy-bargy there. We're not fighting with them. And the guys at Chanderant, we've already said, they're doing their thing. You know what I mean? That Yeah, let them have fun. And I'm, uh, I don't know. Us and the Rab Show, we'll continue doing what we do. Uh, yeah, those guys on the Pipe Pod Bandcast, which is still difficult for me to say. I, I don't get why I trip over that. Uh, but yeah, we wish them well. Honestly, I am nothing but a fan, and uh, I, I don't know. But if people want to read into it and think that I'm I'm not a fan or I'm being aggressive and all that sort of stuff, I don't know. People are starting fights when there isn't any, so I don't know how to answer that. Now you asked about my wife, which is quite an interesting question. You asked about all of the changes going on in my life about. You know, piping, drumming, my daughter piping, and me and all my radio work with Fuse, podcasting, and you forgot also with the BBC as well. I also work with them. Um, So, yeah, I'm busy, but my wife is also incredibly busy. We very rarely see each other. (laughs) I do get very little time to hang out with the family and stuff this last while, especially, um, because of various all different things as... Everybody has a busy life. Um, but at the moment, yeah, incredibly busy. Very rarely at the, in the house. And when I am, I'm just there to eat meals and sleep, really. Uh, so, yeah, that's by way of a personal update for me. I am looking forward to the holidays, mind you. Uh, I do plan on taking some time off and actually spending some time with the kiddos and all the rest. But, hey, it is what it is. Perhaps I will ask your question, Chris, of my missus. And I'll actually bring her on the podcast here. That'll be interesting. Hmm, yeah, I'll bring my missus on the podcast and she can answer your questions. So, if anything, that could be part of their of the Q&A episode that will be coming up very soon, hopefully. So, you guys, get your emails and your questions in, and even if you have a question or two for my missus or even my daughter or anyone like that. <laughs> I don't have a dog, but if, yeah, you could ask it. I don't know. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com is the address, as always. All right. Time to fly on. Let's get into some actual piping news, shall we? <laughs> Aside from all that. Um, so, right. The Scots Trad Music Awards were this past weekend. Oh my god, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I watched the entire live stream, all of it up on BBC Alba. Uh, for those of you in the UK, of course, you can now go back and watch it. It's on the iPlayer. 
Oh my god. It was so good. All the biggest and best from the trad music scene, the Celtic scene, and all of that was all on stage and being showcased to the nth degree. Now, I have to say, the kickoff of the Scots Trad Music Awards was has to be the highlight for me. Uh, the band called Scaryvore actually kicked off the event, along with Oban High School. <laughs> you talk about goosebumps. Now, I have watched this performance back, I don't know, three, four, five different times now. It is simply amazing. Scary Vor on stage, of course, with their bagpiper, Scott Wood. I'm a massive fan of Scott Wood. You might have heard his voiceover before on the podcast. Good mate of the show. Well, Scott has been the piper with Scary Vor now for this longest time. And to see Scary Vor up on stage opening the event, wow, simply brilliant. And then Open High School joined them. That was ridiculous. And then the drum corps walked on as well. So you had the full drum corps, tenor corps. And the drum corps had light up drumsticks. The tenors had, you know, light up tenor mallets. And the, oh, the whole thing was just epic. If there is any way at all, you can go back and watch it. You really do need to go and watch it. The Scots Trad Music Awards were just simply brilliant. The performances by the artists were there. Uh, they were so mixed and varied. Like it's not all piping. Like there was a lot of Gaelic singing in in there. There was also some fiddle playing, which was I can't remember the name of the band now, but there was a fiddle player on there that was just electric. <sighs> I have to go back again and get the name of that band because they were just like a trio. I think simply brilliant. Anyway, I'm I'm wibbling on now about how great the Scots Trad Music Awards were, but they really are. Now, I'm not going to sit here again and read a list of all the prize winners, uh, but standout ones for me obviously had to be the introduction, the performance by Scary Vore, which was simply amazing. Also, shout out to Braybrack, I think, who won uh, Album of the Year. So if you haven't got uh, Braybrack's latest album, definitely worth picking up. A bit of dual bagpiping there, and that it, it is an incredible album. It's one of those ones that I'm constantly playing on my Fuse FM radio show. Uh, go and check out Braybrack and their latest release. It's just one album of the year, the Scots Trad Awards. Definitely worth picking up for bagpiping fans. And even if you're not a piping fan at all, definitely worth picking up. It's incredible music on there. And so, shout out to Braybrack. Congratulations, album of the year. But for us, of course, who won Pipe Band of the Year, Rap? Who lifted her? <laughs> well, I have to say congratulations to Inverarian District. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Now, I think this is their second time in a row winning this. I might be wrong. I'm not sure. Now, the, the actual award itself was not televised, unfortunately. I was was hoping to see someone up on from Inverary on stage giving a thank you speech and all that sort of stuff, like everyone else. But no, unfortunately, it wasn't televised. So, yeah, shout out to other bands as well. I think Open High School were nominated in there, as well as Klaus Kelt. So shout out to you guys. Um, so, yeah, I think looking at the you know Scottish Pipe Band of the Year award, the, the ones who were nominated in there, but certainly you couldn't disagree with any of them. But again, congratulations to our current world champions, Inverary, picking up another award of the Scottish Pipe Band of the Year. Awesomeness. So, yeah, by way of a recommendation from me, you need to go now and have, a, a, you know, a listen, a watch. If anything, I recommend the watch because there really is a visual spectacle as well with the lighting and everything. Oh, 
brilliant stuff. Scott's Trad Music Awards this past weekend, they really knocked it out of park out of the park this year. 2019 will go down as one of the best possible years for the Trad Awards. Simply brilliant. Now I actually know quite a lot of people who were there at the event. I've yet to get a full report from them. Hint hint. Um <laughs> I really wish I was there. It looked like just the best fun. Um, So, yeah. I don't know. Insanely jealous I didn't go. But, yeah, what an incredible event. No, so speaking of Scary Vor, actually, uh, if you are interested in any of the band at all, or old sort of Scott Woods kind of connection with them, they have announced a big gig that will be happening. It's called Scary Vor at Inverary Castle. So you can go along to their website now, scaryvor.com, and uh, well worth picking up tickets for this. But Scary Vor know how to put on a gig or two, so definitely go and look at them. Social media, of course, and they put links to all their videos and all the rest, and possibly that performance at the Trad Awards as well. You really need to go and watch it. Do yourself a favour now. Pause the podcast. Go and have a search for it. Because trust me, it'll blow your socks off. It's really, really good. And uh, shout out to Oban High School, by the way, as well. And Agus McCall and all you guys. Simply brilliant. Those kids played out of their skin. It was so good. Anyway, stop going on about the Trad Awards. Let's move on. (laughs) I have to give a shout to Lincoln Hilton. Now, we did recently talk about Lincoln Hilton where he released uh, volume 16 of Modern Piping. uh, Where he basically, you know, releases some of the latest uh, compositions from the piping world uh, by some of the greatest composers. And onto volume 16 quite exciting. So Lincoln Hilton, you guys know, is the owner of mdpiping.com. Now, he's releasing something that's really quite special and I'm actually quite interested in. And this is me as a drummer speaking here, but I would like to know this. He's releasing a book entitled The Secrets of Piping. Yeah, Secrets of Piping Volume 1. Now, this is really interesting to me because he lists what's on here, uh, such as writing harmonies for tunes. So, being able to write harmonies and have them fit that's a skill set and it's something that you could learn and this book tells you how. Also, how to work in chord progressions and scales as if you were playing on a, a guitar or piano or something like that. And to be able to think as a wider musician in the likes of chordal structures. That in itself is interesting and how to, you know, create emotion in your, in your set or your score. It's really stuff, interesting stuff. And also, hidden notes. There's hidden notes that you can play on the pipes that Lincoln seems to know that nobody else knows, and it's in this book, Secrets of Piping. Now, whether he's talking about all the C naturals and all, you know, all of those kind of flats and sharps and naturals that you can play, uh, this book will tell you how to do it. So, there you go. Go and check it out, mdpiping.com, and have a search for it, The Secrets of Piping. That's going to be dead interesting. So, that I really wanted to point you towards that. A very interesting release. Okay. Shout out goes to Wallastone and District who are busy in recruitment mode. Now, like most pipe bands, most people at this time of year have their kind of, they have people set in stone by this stage. Not many bands are in recruitment mode for next season. However, some are still left with some specialist roles. Wallastone's one of them. Uh, the band are now looking for a new bass drummer. Now, they're looking someone who has experience of at least grade three, and that's essential. And, um, yeah, apparently their last bass drummer had a massive beard. So if you have a beard as well, that's a plus. <laughs> but if you are interested, you can contact Wallastone through their social media, of course, or by contacting their pipe major, Neil Henderson, or their lead tipper, 
Peter Anderson. And yeah, get in t- contact with the guys at Wallastone and District if you're interested in taking up the bass drum with them. Now, yeah, I would be really interested in this because the bass drum skin for Wallastone, I love it. I think it's one of the most interesting bass drum skins for Wallastone. Brilliant, I love that bass. So, yeah, have the opportunity to go and play that bass drum. Yeah, now's your chance. There you go. Okay. Now, I did mention Braybrack earlier, and they are the winner of Album of the Year. Awesomeness. But Braybrack also announced something really quite exciting. They've announced their UK tour. Yay! Now, this is really interesting, because Braybrack currently are in Austria at the moment on tour. So whenever they won Album of the Year, they had to do it via video, video link. You know, that kind of thing where they record a message saying, thank you, everyone. And, you know, a kind of doesn't soak in the atmosphere of the event I mean, you know if they'd walked up to the podium and all that kind of stuff uh, so yeah it was weird um but yeah Bray Brack album of the year and here they are they've now announced a UK tour now this all kicks off at Celtic Connections in Glasgow at the 17th of January and runs right the way through to the 7th of March and it visit, visits basically everywhere within the UK now I have to say this is mainland Britain it's not in Northern Ireland which is always kind of sticks in my throat when you do a UK tour, but you never visit Northern Ireland. What gives? Yeah, hashtag Brexit. <clears throat> uh, but <laughs> Woo, political. Uh, but yeah, Braybrack should hopefully be coming to this side of the Irish Sea. You never know. Uh, but yeah, they've launched the UK tour. It's all very exciting. You can go and check them on social media for dates near you. Depending on where, of course, you're listening to this, they're touring all around Scotland, England and Wales. And there's dates everywhere. All the way through January through to the start of March. So definitely no excuse not to go and see Bray Brack. And I've seen them in concert now three times. Uh, yeah, they do not disappoint. They're simply brilliant. So they're well worth checking out. Okay, shout out to the Scottish Fire and Rescue Pipe Band. Uh, They're looking to recruit a lead tipper and snare drummers for the 2020 season. The band are looking to compete in Grade 4B with an already healthy pipe core and a bass section. So if you're interested, then you have to contact the pipe major directly uh, or you can contact them through their social media. So shout out to Scottish Fire and Rescue Service. They're hoping to push out in Grade 4B. So if you are interested in lifting the sticks with them and pushing out for Grade 4B, then they want to hear from you. There you go. Also, Livingston, Caledonia, Pipe Band have a bit of a special announcement this past week. Now, this is kind of odd that we're still getting announcements at this stage. You know, we're rolling into the start of December and we're still getting announcements of big appointments. So, yeah, Livingston, Caledonia, Pipe Band were delighted to announce appointments of Ross Burton as Pipe Major and Derek Marr as their Pipe Sergeant. Awesomeness. Both of them bring a wealth of experience, of course. And, yeah, they're both really looking forward to seeing the band come together. So, yeah, the band themselves are still looking to recruit both experienced pipers and drummers uh, to compete in 2020. If you are interested, I want you to contact them direct on social media. Either Derek or Ross Direct or Livingston Caledonia Pipe Band themselves. So there you go. Exciting appointments. Um, Yeah, I have to give uh, a very special mention this weekend, actually is the Square Day competition happening in New Zealand. Yeah, the 40th Jenny Mayer Highland Square Day will be this weekend coming up. So, yeah, all of us living internationally, we're like, ah, we wish we could go to this. And, of course, it's been announced that it will be live streamed. Yes. 
This is all sorts of awesome. Now, th- this is one event that I really wish we could have had video content from, and now we've been told there will be video content from this. So there is a grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four, there, every grade possible, and real some top quality music will be played at this, so I'm dead excited to hear this. So how can you watch this? It will be live streamed, of course, on the Manawatu Scottish Society Facebook page. That's this weekend, uh, Saturday the 14th of December, depending on when you're listening to this course. It may have already happened. Uh, but So, yeah, go and check out Manawatu Scottish Society Facebook page on the 14th and have a look for that live stream link um, because there will be some top-class performances on there. So a shameless plug, but a plug, no doubt. You're going to want to check it out because I will be watching this. <laughs> this weekend i have my weekend planned my missus says we're doing christmas shopping i says no chance i'm watching the square day competition in new zealand <laughs> Ooh, that was that question you were asking how she copes anyway so there you go that's what i've been doing this weekend so you guys should be doing it too uh, i have to give uh, another about special props to the oklahoma fire pipes and drums go on the boys you now, why am I giving them a shout? Well, they've actually been really quite active this last while on social media. They've been putting up a lot of uh, like photographs and stuff of them furiously working behind the scenes, uh, practicing, and also in concert as well. Uh, so the guys at Oklahoma have been really killing it this last while. So, yeah, just by way of a simple shout out thank you for all of the amazing content you guys have been providing on your social media and uh, yeah i can't wait to see some actual video content because so far there's just been like stills and stuff and saying hi we've been working with along with the likes of you know don shannon and stuff of course pipe major of north texas has been there helping out with you know pipes and stuff so yeah hi go and check it out just a shameless plug for the guys at oklahoma uh fire pipes and drums uh, yeah, give them a shout and say, Rob sent you and say hi. St. Joseph's Pipe Bands. Yeah, they've made an announcement recently that they are still seeking tenor drummers. And uh, the tenor drummers they're after, however, must have grade 3 or grade 2 experience and be up for some hard work. They'll be instructed and guided by none other than Stephen Crichton. Oh my god! Now there's an opportunity. And be part of a great team under Aaron McLean's course. So of course Aaron McLean from Field Marshal, he's stepped away from Field Marshal now and has took up the leadership role there at St. Joseph's. But the tenor corps, as, as you've just heard, will be instructed by Stephen Crichton. Wow. So that's an opportunity. So it is, like he's, yeah, on the advert it says this is a great opportunity, north or south of Ireland, to be part of a very hard-working grade 2 band. So, they are interested in hearing from you. You can either contact St. Joseph via their Facebook page, or you can even contact Stephen Crichton direct, and he will love to hear from you. So, there you go. Yeah, shameless plug for St. Joseph's. Hope you managed to get your tenor drums sorted. All right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Hey! Yes, it's that time. Now, I do realize that over the past couple of episodes that we talked about the refurbishment of the RSPBA headquarters, there was one glaring omission from all of this. Now, I would like to point you in the direction of social media for a lot of social commentary that has been published online about this situation, all from Scott Curry. Now, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning his name, but I think uh, most of the content that Scott has been publishing of late, especially this past week, has been particularly fascinating, uh, especially when you consider everything that we spoke about in the previous uh, couple of episodes, you know, part one and part two. Now, 
he actually ha- I don't know if he has the recording or where he's getting these clips from, but it actually is recordings of Ian Ableton saying some really worrying things, uh, such as there is currently, I think, uh, 35000 in the um, bank, and we're still waiting on a grant of 80 plus thousand so it's borderline at the moment was a famous quote and there's also another bunch of quotes and stuff saying that people might lose lose their houses over this which was really worrying and there was another one i think um where the membership uh, certain parts of the membership were called morons um really worrying stuff uh, to see such language and that being used in such a context it's scary. And Scott Curry has been putting these little short clips up on social media and drawing people's attention to it. And it really is quite concerning. Now, ourselves on The Rab Show, we have seen this. And again, we can only go on what Scott has been reporting. Like I've said before, we don't have access to this audio recording. Um, all we're really doing is reporting the story. So I guess once you hear it from the horse's mouth, it gives it that bit more clout. Uh, So shout out to Scott Curry, who really has been publishing a lot of commentary on this issue. And, uh, you know, he's been raising quite genuine concerns about the whole thing. And uh, some of it's really quite interesting to see where he's getting his information from and all the rest. And uh, you can draw your own conclusions. You know, like I said, you always kind of consider your source material and there may be motivations there. Uh, But I think Scott's motivation is certainly... Uh, just and you know he has you know, he has made some points in some places where you're thinking yeah you know why or what or you know what I mean some legitimate questions we've certainly raised them here on the Rab Show we spoke about them on the podcast I'm not going to go over old ground but it is the elephant in the room uh, Mr. Scott Curry has published a lot of fascinating content all on this uh, topic, all on social media. So go along, have a read. Um, you know, some of the content is you know is really quite interesting, especially those um, little audio clips that it seem to be from that uh, that meeting that was all published on pipestrums.com. It's definitely very, very interesting stuff. So hmm, shout out to Scott Curry. There you go, mate. All right. Preston Lodge High School. Preston Lodge High School are throwing a concert entitled Aspiration. On the 4th of February, of course, doors open at half seven and tickets are a fiver. So for more information, just contact any member of Preston Lodge High School or, of course, check them out on social media. Uh, This will be one event that will be really worth going to. Yeah, because Preston Lodge, as you guys know, are basically an outstanding band. Incredibly talented kids involved. So, yeah, what's not to love? Go along, check out Preston Lodge on social media and, yeah, try and find out how to get your hands on tickets for their concert coming up entitled Aspiration. Yeah, there you go. So, from that exciting concert announcement, unfortunately we had some quite tragic news uh, of late. And I'm sure you guys have probably have already all seen this. It was published in pipe drum, pipesdrums.com. It was an obituary piece. Uh... Someone sadly had passed away, and I'm talking, of course, about Maggie McIver. Now, for those who know Maggie well, she was an accomplished snare drummer. I actually knew Maggie myself, and uh, she had passed away on December 4th at age 57, following a two-year-long battle with cancer. Maggie was a member of the 70th Fraser Highlanders. In the band's earliest years, and managed to play on the band's debut album back in 1983, 
She performed in the Live in Ireland 87 concerts in Belfast and Glasgow, the one that was a tribute for the Live in 87 one. So, uh, yeah, this is absolutely a tragic loss for the bagpiping world. So, yeah, whenever I read through the history of this, I really didn't appreciate that she was part of the band for so long. She joined the 70th Fraser Drum Corps back in 82, along with her husband-to-be back then, Ross Brown, and his brother, Scott Brown. So, in 1984, she was still with the band with the celebrated third place at the Worlds, and at the time, that was the highest prize awarded of an overseas band. In 1985, the band was second in drumming. What an achievement. And also as a soloist, Maggie won the 1986 PBBSO Championship Supreme Award for Grade 1 Solo Drumming. At which point, though, she left the band that year to have her first chat. So then she did rejoin the band after her hiatus. And, uh, you know, after mastering all sorts of other different instruments, such as the fiddle and all of that. So, yeah, she had resumed her drumming and her love for pipe bands and rejoined again with the 78th. And, uh, yeah, like I just said, took part in those two tribute concerts, the Live in Ireland in 87, in Glasgow and in Belfast. Well, in many ways, I think she will not mind, you know, not mind me saying this. In many ways, she was definitely a pioneer for women in pipe bands everywhere. She will be remembered for her individuality, tenacity, certainly her sense of humour. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Maggie was you know, kind of a trailblazer for uh, female solo players in the snare drumming scene and as well as being a member of a you know incredible grade one band there in the 70th, back in the early 80s. Now, like I said, it is an incredibly sad time for all friends and family. Maggie will be sadly missed. Um, I do have very fond memories of actually meeting her at the Belfast show uh, whenever they come over for the Live in 87. And uh, at the time, I didn't really have an appreciation uh, fully for who Maggie was. I was just kind of introduced and said, hey, Rob, and this is Maggie, and I shook hands, and, and that, that was really it. Um, so, yeah, hearing about her passing, was yeah, it was a, a big shock, really, uh, for myself. Uh, I didn't realize that she had been so sick for so long. Um, but she will be incredibly sadly missed. Um, so from all of us here on The Big Rab Show, we really want to pass on our sincere condolences, of course, to her husband, Ross Brown, and to all of the family. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, such a tragic loss for the bagpiping world. And um, yeah, it's never easy reading stories like this. You know, I honestly hate doing it, uh, but it is, it's terrible. Yeah, I really don't like doing things like this. So, Maggie, you'll be very sadly missed. And again, from all of us on The Rab Show, we really want to pass on all of our sincere condolences to all friends and family. All right. Okay, let's get on to another news story. Now, I did mention that the director's meeting was this past weekend and that we should have something from that. Now, as to what went on behind closed doors, we will never know. Us on The Big Rab Show, we've got very little in the way of any kind of insider information. Uh, you know, we don't have a guy on the inside, that kind of thing. Um, but, um, yeah, we've heard essentially nothing. There's been nothing reported from this meeting. It's all very cloak and dagger. The big meeting all happened with the board of directors and um, nothing's been spoke about. Now, that's very strange. It's kind of odd. However, there was one thing that came from this board of directors meeting. Uh, so... 
Yeah, it was voted to increase the overall pool of prize money awarded at the Worlds. Now everyone kind of went, oh, this is interesting. And they're raising the prize money by £4,500. £4,500. Come on! Now that sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Now that grabs headlines. Four and a half grand! 4,500 quid for prize money. Yeah! Look at the massive payment we're giving you all. Isn't that awesome? <clears throat> Don't start celebrating just yet. Because there's nine grades of bands and six awards per grade. And the average for a band that gains a prize would be about 83 quid. So what's that in dollars? About 140 40 something maybe i think yeah about 140 odd dollars 83 quid uh, which 83 pounds will that even get you you know a box of g1 reads i I don't know (laughs) i don't know um so i this was pegged as a huge news story at the t- you know, RSPBA put a big announcement out on their social media. Hey, we're raising prize money by four and a half thousand. Whoa, look at this. Um, but whenever you average it out, that really is kind of nothing. So now the organization themselves, the RSPBA again, didn't say if any of that money would be given out to drum majors. I'm just talking about bands here. So will it be stretched even further? And, you know, maybe even have a, even less of an average? Uh, I don't know. Now, this all really flies in the face of um, the recent headquarters redevelopment. I keep sounding like a broken record. But, yeah, when you think of it, there was well over a million quid spent on that. And then here we are. We have a, you know, a prize money hike and everyone gets excited. And then whenever you really dig down into it, it really isn't much. You know, 83 quid. Would that get you a carry out for your bus on the way home? You know, I'll get you what, two or three crates of beer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, and if anything, it really kind of stings at the minute because it's it, all people are talking about is the money, you know. And to see this announcement pegged as a good news story, it kind of yeah, good news. We're bumping the prize money by eighty three quid. Uh, I, I don't know. I was extremely disappointed by it. I don't know about you guys. You know, I can't really speak for you guys, the piping folk, because we haven't had much in the way of feedback for this. Um, if you look at an article, I think PipesDrums.com published a little kind of article about this uh, where they talk about it. And they even break it down into the financials as to you know what other associations award their bands for getting first prize or second prize, all this sort of stuff. As well as all of the expenditure that they've spent on the redevelopment of headquarters. I keep saying that. Hey, we should start a new drinking game. Every time I say the redevelopment of headquarters, we should ring a bell. Ding! Or something like they do on Chandler Run. Everyone take a drink. <laughs> uh, I just don't know. It, uh, it, I just don't know. I'm getting really tired talking about it now. You know, and it's all anyone ever asks me. Again, I got stopped twice this past week. By local people asking, here, did you hear anything more about the redevelopment? I listened to the podcast this week, man. Is, is there any more information on that? And I, I, I know as much as you guys. And that's the thing. Uh, you know, we don't have any people on the inside. We don't have any secret kind of leaks or anything like that. You know, we're, <laughs> we don't have any insider information. We know what you guys know. 
all we really do is talk about it and uh yeah hope that we get answers and so far we've got deadly squid nothing um so yeah whenever you see this pegged as a good news story it really didn't come across as that and honestly didn't do the rspba much in the way of any favors uh, a lot in fact it kind of um made a lot of people angry <laughs> it done the opposite of what it should have done they said oh here this will keep them happy we'll raise the prize money uh, you didn't raise it by much lads and um didn't go down very well at all so that's my opinion you guys can tell me yours email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com okay well it's that time of the week again it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week LoneStarPiper.com, serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com, offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums, and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company. 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast Check them out. Hello, this is Scott Wood, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. It's time for the topic of the week. And, uh, yeah, as you may have guessed, the title of this week's episode kind of gives it away. This is our Christmas list episode! Yay! Yeah, what do you get that piper or drummer, or even just piping fan, what do you get them for Christmas? The holidays are fast approaching and everyone is busy and furious buying in gifts left, right and centre. My wife even came to me and said, hey, what'd I get you for Christmas? And I said, okay, I'll make you a list of stuff, but you're going to need your checkbook. <laughs> Some of these items right now, the Us and the Rab Show, we have put on our Christmas list. Um, they can be quite expensive, so... Yeah, you might want to consider them whenever you're actually looking to purchase them. So, yeah... We're going to give you some tips here and things that you should be looking towards. And, uh, it, yeah, here's just some pointers, okay? It's not a must-buy kind of thing. So, um, yeah, if you are looking for something to buy that piper or drummer in your life, then hopefully this will point you in the right direction of something that could be a quality item and that you should pick up. Now, by way of a shameless plug, us on The Big Rab Show have our own line of merchandise, of course, and you can go and pick it up. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash shop. We have tons of Rab Show merch on there, t-shirts, hoodies, tiles, all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, 
throughout the month of November, we did sell quite a bit of Rab Show merch, so thank you to everyone who was purchasing stuff online. Um, so far, the sales have kind of dried up through December, so... Obviously, we cannot guarantee delivery for the big day. At this stage, it's too late. Our supplier has already told us that. Uh, so, yeah, if you do order now on the bigrabshow.com forward slash shop, uh, you may get it in the new year. So, don't order your merch now if you're looking at it for Christmas because you're too late. But, yeah, you know, that that piper or drummer in your life may appreciate a Rab Show hoodie or a t-shirt or even a hat. You know, there's been loads of Rab Show hats going out the door. Uh, so they're real sweet, actually, embroidered and they're lovely. They're the kind of stretch fit ones as well, not the ones with the snaps at the back. These are the stretch fit boys, real tidy. Anyway, I'm doing a shameless plug here. Uh, but yeah, rolling into 2020, we will be looking at our line of merchandise like we've done last year and refreshing the whole thing. So if you are interested in picking up some Rab Show merch, now could possibly be the time before they're gone because they will be removed from the website uh, possibly January, February of next year and uh, changed for a dose of new stuff. So there you go. If you like what you see on there, go and grab it now before it goes. Because like I say, January, February time, uh, some time around them, the whole line will be pulled. And uh, yeah, you'll no longer be able to get that. So there you go. I just wanted to tell you that straight out the back. Christmas present. Get him a Rab Show hoodie. That's a fantastic one. All right. Now, this list is kind of split into three different parts. What do you buy a drummer in the house? What do you buy a piper in the house? Two obvious choices, right? But there's a third one. What do you buy the person in in your house that's just a fan? So, yeah, we've got some choices for you. Okay. For drummers, we're going to start with drummers, of course. Shamelessly, because I'm a drummer and it's my show and I don't care. We're starting with drummers. Okay, get over it. Okay. (laughs) Now, this was pointed out by, uh, I think, uh, two or three guys on the Rab Show team, actually, who are drummers. Um, The Flam 5 drum case. Have you seen these? Oh, they're really quite sweet. Flam 5 drum cases. They're kind of like soft, soft shell drum cases. Uh, if you've ever seen them before, they're yeah, they're kind of like cloth, real hard wearing cloth that you can put your drum in, and it's kind of soft and it's real well cushioned. Now it's not like one of those hard cases that you've seen, like the real hard shell on them that you can maybe take on an airplane and not be afraid of it bashing about. But the Flam Five case is, you know, it's like a soft kind of rucksacky kind of thing. Is how I would like liken it to. I actually contacted the the creator of the Flam Five drumming. Uh, Flam 5 Drumming is the name of the company, uh, but Flam 5, I keep saying Flam 5, <sighs> they're bags, and ask them what makes them unique from other drum cases, and their answer was really quite simple, is basically the difference is complete comfort, <laughs> and it's lightweight too, now that's one of the things that I took from it. That other drum cases can weigh an absolute ton and sometimes can actually weigh more than the drum. Now, the drum itself is actually put into the case sideways and it's carried sideways, which has meant that there's no pressure or at least less pressure on your lower back. Wow. So whenever you're walking with this thing, you're not getting digged in the back with the you know the top hoop or the bottom hoop. As you're walking along, obviously, it would bounce on your back. So... Yeah, to have the rims digging into you, it was really uncomfortable. So they flipped it on its side, give you two shoulder straps with lots of padding, and it's really comfortable to carry. That makes this design simply 
really unique and really interesting. There's also extra compartments, of course, that you can put in extra drum skins. And there's a stick holder as well. It's really well designed and just incredibly well made as well. So apparently at the moment they have shipped to the UK, Ireland, Switzerland, Canada. And um, at the moment I don't think they have any trader distributors at the moment. I think they are just operating solely through their own website at the moment. Um, I don't think they have any distributors. But this is certainly one product that I have definitely got my eyes on. Uh, I think Craig Laurie actually has one from the Red Hot Chili Pipers. He has one. And, uh, yeah, looking at it and seeing him using it and carrying the drum on its side, uh, wow. It, it looks really comfy and uh, looks dead light and everything. It's, so, yeah, that's a product I definitely have my eye on. And uh, what are you going to put in this drum case, Rab? Well, it has to be one of the Axial drums from the British Drum Company. <laughs> I'm sure you all seen that coming. That has been one of the most exciting releases for this year. It's possibly on my top 10 list of must-have items. Uh, one of the drums from the Axial line, they come in so many different finishes, I really couldn't pick. Um, there, uh, I, have you seen Stephen Shedden's drum? I've been told that's a custom one that he got made specially for him, but I don't know. Perhaps they could make special finishes for you if you do request them. Obviously, it'll cost a wee bit more. Um, but yeah, looking at the finishes that are available on some of these drums, they just look simply brilliant. And they have, you know, sparkle finishes, they have matte finishes, and just some of the color schemes and things that you can get on these, they just look so spectacular. And the British Drumco drums. You can get them from various different distributors around the world, including Lone Star Piper. Uh, so these drums, we've heard them being played in solo mode. We've heard them being played in like drum salutes and stuff at the Worlds. I was actually there with a the hands-on, managed to lift this thing, give it a shake and actually study it. You can go back and listen to that podcast where I was on the ground at the Worlds. And we study this drum in real, real detail. And uh, it, it simply sounds brilliant. I can't wait to hear a drum corps playing it now. We have, um, obviously we've had announcements of various different corps picking up these drums. This incoming season is going to be incredibly interesting from a drumming perspective because we have the British Drum Co. mixed in there along with the usual big guns like Andante and Premier and Pearl. So to have another company in there with such a high quality product, this is going to really put the cat amongst the pigeons and we may see more bands picking up this product as a result. We may see more bands playing British Drumco drums as a direct result of how they sound and just how they look. Now, bands could buy them based just on their appearance alone. And you can, I can, you know, I don't know, I call it drum porn. <laughs> if you, I don't know, drummers can maybe get this. You know, when you're constantly just drooling over images of drums and you, you look at all the different finishes and ah, oh, look at that, look at that purple fleck one there. Whoa! I do this all the time. I'm constantly on the British Drum Co's uh, Instagram and their Facebook account and they have published all these amazing photographs of some of the finishes. The, yeah. What am I going to put on my Flam 5 drumming uh, case? 
It has to be a British drum co drum from the axial line. Now they also have bass drums and tenors available as well. And again, we have heard we have heard them in action, but I still want to hear them played along with a pipe chord to see really how the intonation works between the snare line, tenor line, bass, and having the pipe chord there with you. It'll be really interesting to hear. This season's going to be a good one. Uh, but yes, what do you buy your drummer in your life? Definitely get them a Flan Five Flan Five drum case and. Put a, a snare from the axial line in there from the British Drum Co. There you go, shameless plug. But a plug, no doubt. But these are all plugs, essentially. This is us writing our Christmas list. Now, another product that really kind of piqued our interest and is one that I have seen firsthand is the Drumbrella. Yeah, I think I might have spoke about these before on the podcast, the Drumbrella. Now, whenever I was there in the Stone Mountain Highland Games in Atlanta, it was absolutely lashing it down. It was essentially a tropical storm was what we were told now the rain was on a par with how the rain was in Lurgan yeah if everyone remembers Lurgan for the UK <laughs> woo, that was deadly we were near swimming home yes I managed to kill a sound recorder at that one and yeah managed to kill another sound recorder in the Stone Mountain so yeah, kind of needed a, a drumbrella for my sound recorder. Uh, so, <laughs> the drumbrellas, uh, uh, so unique. So unique. Now, they're not your usual drum cover that we have seen before, where you kind of get a bit of a raincoat and you pull it over your drum head, you know, to keep the rain off. Now, it kind of acts as basically like a, a black plastic bag, you know, like a trash bag or, you know, Something like a bin bag, we would call it here, and you just kind of throw that over your drum, and it does affect the sound, it kind of muffles it a bit, you know, and all of that. And the problems that come with it, you have to kind of tip it up every now and again to run the water off, and you know, uh, it has its own set of problems. But it has been a design that we have been using in the piping world for the longest time, so people know how to use them, you know, drum covers. But this one takes a whole new twist on it Drumbrella. Now, essentially what it is, it is a drum head. It's a resonant head, a clear drum head, but it's turned upside down. On the upside down resonant head is attached a skirt. I think that's what they're calling it. Uh, they can do these in a variety of different uh, colours and stuff to suit your band's colour scheme. But obviously, if you're going to be standing behind the drum wearing a black cape, you probably want to get a black drumbrella as well. But you, you can get different colour schemes and such, you know, but I would normally just get black if it was me to match in with the black band cape, but there you go, I don't know, that's just me. But yeah, the Drumbrella, what makes it unique and why it really piqued my interest is because obviously I managed to see them firsthand. I hung out with the guys in Waken District who played a full set of these at Stone Mountain and uh, what really kind of fascinated me was that it didn't deaden the sound. And that's one thing that I could really take away from it. You could actually walk into the arena with these and play a set of these with the drumbrellas on and actually sound quite good, you know? So it's a very interesting product. There are tons of videos online about, you know, the drumbrellas being used and played and you can judge for yourself. Put the headphones in, have a listen and they, you know, in comparison to other possible ways of keeping rain off your drum... Uh, drumbrellas would possibly be one of the most interesting ideas of late and uh yeah i would ask you go along you can check out drumbrellas on social media they're on facebook twitter and all that usual stuff um go and have a look yeah they are certainly a very interesting product and one that you could certainly pick up for that drummer in your life and they would not uh chuck it away they would say "Ooh, this is good 
And let's face it, if you're playing in the UK, especially here in Northern Ireland, this last few seasons, the weather has been terrible. So perhaps investing in a drumbrella would be a good thing. You know, it would certainly help out your drum corps, that's for sure, if you're all playing them. Now, this is my pick, all right? This is my pick, and I'm being completely selfish here. Uh, For drummers, I would love to get my mitts on a Jim Kilpatrick Pro Pad. Now, I've mentioned this a few times now. Uh, yeah, I'd love to get my hands on one. I haven't actually tried one yet. Um, I think, well, good mate of mine, Jeremy Downs from Lone Star, Lone Star Piper. He actually uses one of these. And uh, he's told me himself that they're a cracking good drum pad uh, because they have interchangeable playing surfaces. And that really kind of piques my interest because you can go to band practice and use the, the white surface where you know it's a bit louder, everyone can hear you playing. And then whenever you're at home and say the, the wife and kids are there and you don't want to be battering the house down, you can change that playing surface then to, I think it's... Uh, like a black coloured one where it's more spongy and not as loud so you're not putting everybody out with you rattling your way through you know Highland Wedding for the 15th time Uh, so yeah it really is an interesting product because of those interchangeable playing surfaces and also you can mount this onto a drum harness you know you can buy little mounts for it and stuff you can also put it into you know a snare stand and different you know so many different options with this drum pad Um, I've been a fan of it since it launched it's been around now for quite a while so you can actually get the Jim Kilpatrick Pro Pad for 69 quid uh, plus postage. Plus, you can also get your hands on a personalised Pro Pad where they actually engrave your name on the bad boy. Yeah, and that's £80. So you're talking £10 of difference and you get your name on it. That's quite sweet, actually. So, yeah, the Jim Kilpatrick Pro Pad, I think... I know it's a shameless plug, but it has been on my own personal list to get my hands on one. I would love to even try one just to see what they're like, you know. For this this past year or so, I really wanted to try out a pair of Stephen uh, Stephen Crichton's drumsticks that he used with Promark with that active grip formula. I've now managed to get a couple of pairs. And, of course, the guys at North Texas, they play Stephen's sticks. So, yeah, they are really good. You know, I certainly have gotten used to them. In fact, I really enjoy them now. Uh, so my next possible purchase will be a Jim Kilpatrick Pro Pad. That is definitely on my to-buy list. So mm, I'll need to pick myself up one of those. And definitely if you have a drummer in your life at all, be they tenor drummer, bass drummer, or even snare drummer, yeah, consider having a look at those. Go to Jim Kilpatrick Percussion or jimkilpatrick.co.uk and yeah, you can have a look at all of the products there. There's tons of lot, tons of different versions of this, but this it's the Pro Pad. The Jim Kilpatrick Pro Pad, I think, would be the one with the interchangeable services. It's definitely one to invest in, I think. Yeah, so you can continue practicing when it's 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and you just have to have that practice through that 6 8. <laughs> that's for you so yeah <clears throat> that's it for drummers okay pipers you can wake back up again now uh, so that's it for drummers um now don't forget also you can keep in mind there are many different other products out there there are so many other different drum pads different drum sticks and different products but you know we are just kind of giving your own particular highlights here okay now with bagpipers where do i start now, this may come as a shock for some. I'm actually starting with Chesney Reeds. <gasps> what? Rob, that's a sacrilege. Oh, my God, the podcast player is going to catch fire. Rob just mentioned Chesney. Ah! 
Don't panic, podcast listener. All is well. All is well. Trust me, this is a really interesting product and one that us on the Rab Show team have been really interested in this last while. Uh, these new reeds that have kind of been launched called the Kelt Drone Reeds. Now, these are made from black cane. Really, really interesting. Now, why are they interesting? But well, they're extremely popular for a start. For a set of them, mind you, they're 75 quid. A little bit on the pricey side, but bear with me. I'm going to read you the blurb, okay? Now, these drone reeds are carbon fibre drone reeds, and they're designed by Mark Falloon, who, yeah, and they closely recreate the harmonics of a traditional cane drone reed with very minimal setup. Now, this is what I have heard about these. You're literally plug and play. Very little work to do, and they do really mimic the sound of a cane drone reed. So, they produce Great projection and stability, coupled with the smoothness associated with cane. They're extremely air-efficient and provide very reliable and easy strike-in. And I think it's the easy strike-in is definitely the biggest selling point with these. Very little maintenance. Uh, very rarely will you have to kind of, I don't know, move the tongue around and all that, all that sort of stuff. What really sells it for me and what really drew my attention to these in the first place is they have two endorsements for these products and wait till you hear this (laughs) wow number one they got an endorsement from pipe major bill livingston oh my god now what a piping legend and he is talking all about these reeds he says i have played all of the synthetic reeds available over this last several weeks i have been using kelt drone reeds by mark Flynn and james knox they produce a rich sound, great stability, air efficiency and a tone indistinguishable from quality cane. A bonus feature is the complete ease of strike in. Simply blowing into the pipe brings the drones up without fail. Now that came from Bill Livingston. Alright, now what this guy doesn't know, not worth knowing. But we're not done. Richard Parks, MBE, also has an endorsement for these. He says... While trialling the Kilt drone reeds, I was impressed with the harmonic tone, which blended well with the chanter to give me a full-sounding bagpipe with a resonant bass sound. When I first tried the bass, I swapped it back and forth with a cane reed, and I I could find very little difference. Then I tried the same thing with each of the tenors, and again found a very pleasing natural sound with a nice sympathetic blend between the tenor and the bass. The drones... We're incredibly steady. And the bass. So, yeah, I'm going to skip the line. So the drones were incredibly steady. And I found that once the reeds got wet, they remained stable. The reed worked very well in my McDougall pipes, which are normally quite hard to read out. And I was happy with how they harmonically supported my chanter. I would consider these to be an impressive set of drone reeds. And that came from Rick. Richard Parks MBE. Now, yeah, so these really piqued my interest. And I've actually, full disclosure, uh, as I was leaving Northern Ireland to head to the Stone Mountain Highland Games, I actually took a package of these bad boys uh, with me for delivery. Someone actually bought a set of these. So, uh, yeah, they're very popular. 
I have been talking away to Davy Chesney and that because he lives locally to me. And uh, yeah, apparently they are finding them very difficult to keep in stock because as soon as they're made, they're gone. As soon as they're made, they're sold. They're, these things fly. So yeah, if you are interested in these, go and have a look at them. The Kelt drone reeds and their black uh, carbon fiber and cane, certainly worth looking at. So go and check out chesneyreeds.shop. Uh, well worth uh, investigating, I feel. Especially when you consider, you know, such giants in the piping world, such as Richard Parks and Bill Livingston, have both sung the praises of these. Um, yeah, definitely worth checking out. I have uh, spoken to many bagpipers actually who do play these now and say they wouldn't play anything else. Uh, because of just simply how easy they are so hey synthetic drone reeds are getting better it would seem and uh cane is not always the answer now although cane is always you know that's the go-to whenever you're looking the big sound cane reeds are always where it's at i suppose but it does look like synthetic reeds are catching up you know slow but sure so yeah shameless plug for chesney who would have thought it huh on the big rap show sponsored by Hashtag G1. Yeah, I know. Go figure. But yes, the next piping product that I would really kind of recommend for all bagpipers out there, be you beginner or, you know, an absolute Peabrook legend, then go and check out the Blair Digital Chander. Now, I do think there's been a lot of stuff about the Blair Digital Chander online this last while, uh, especially this last number of months running into the holidays, but for very good reason. Go to g1reads.com. And check out their lineup of Blair Digital Chanders. They are one of the main distributors for the Blair Digital Chander around the world. So no matter where you are, <clears throat> G1 Reads will send you a Blair Digital Chander regardless of where you purchase it from. Uh, this, yeah, go to G1Reads.com, check out the Blair Digital Chander. They have a full lineup there. And they also have like some various different instructional videos and stuff as well uh, on our G1 Reads uh, YouTube channel. Uh, the Blair Digital Chander is a real fascinating product. Um, you know, it, it works not how you would expect it to. With previous digital channels, it worked on like pressure sensors that actually sensed if your finger was on the sensor. You know, uh, so but this one's different. It works in proximity. You know, it doesn't detect uh, light and dark. It doesn't detect touch. It actually detects proximity. So. I'm not quite sure how that sensor thing all works, but it's genius. And the sound that you can get from this chanter as well can be really quite deceiving. Now, at the Big Rab Show Live, um, I'm sure you heard some performances where Andrew Shilladay got up on stage along with Jock Elliott and uh, Murray Blair. It's just, you need to go and have a listen because, the, yeah, they play the Blair Digital Chanter on stage. They just plug into the amp system there and just wail away and have a great set it's really really interesting stuff so <clears throat> i can't sing the praises of this product enough i have seen it firsthand i can see how it works as well as playing highland bagpipe sounds on there you have small pipes kitchen pipes you can replicate certain chanters you can tune it you know to 440 or 442 or beyond and there's so many settings and things that you can do with this digital chanter it's insane the the level of uh, control that you have over all of your settings and just the music you can produce with this product, it's simply mind-blowing. And Piper's, some of the best in the game, are still just discovering this product and uh, are playing with it, uh, none more so than Scott Wallace. 
there's been tons of content that Scott have been putting up with him just playing away on the Blair Digital Channel and some of the tunes that he's been producing from this machine is simply brilliant. Now, <clears throat> whenever it's digital, that means that you have an electric signal and you're putting that into a speaker and then playing it. And what can you do that's electric and put it through a speaker? Yeah, if you're playing a guitar, you can put it through an effects board. Yeah, give it distortion, delay, chorus, all that sort of stuff. You could do that with this, believe it or not. I did ask the question, could you plug that into an effects board? And I got a laugh and said, well, yeah, I guess you could, but we've never tried it. So you could put a wah pedal on there and like a wacka 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 wah. You know what I mean? Or an echo or a, you know, like a, a distortion. Imagine distorted bagpipes. What would that not sound like? Jimi Hendrix playing the hard drive, you know? <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Definitely a product that I have really been interested in this past year. And I asked him, I managed to get an interview with the guys, the creators of this amazing product. And uh, yeah, I looked at it in minute detail and it really is a fascinating product and definitely one uh, for pipers who want to practice on the move. You know, plug a set of headphones into this and you can practice away and no one can hear you. And, uh, you know, you'll not bother the one sitting next to you if you're on a plane or a bus or anything like that it's yeah it really is an invaluable tool i just wish drummers had something like that where we could practice in total silence and never bother anyone but i suppose what we do is that bit more physical i suppose we're beating and slapping stuff so the blair digital chander definitely one to pick up if you're a piper g1reads.com and go and have a look for all their full lineup of blair digital chanders now I know this also sounds like another shameless plug for G1 Reads, but it is on our Christmas list. A number of us on the Big Rab Show team want to get our hands on their plug-and-play system. Now, this has proved to be really popular with the guys at G1. Uh, talking away to Jock and the guys on the team, this is one of their most popular products. Their G1 Read Platinum Chander and their Platinum Read setup and they call it basically their plug and play so they set up the chanter for you they they make the chanter obviously they manufacture it but then they also set it as well so the pitch is near on perfect and then they also mount a read in there for you as well which is a platinum read and then they make sure that's all set correctly as well and then put a read protector on it and post it out to you so their Platinum Chanter, Platinum Read Setup, their plug-and-play system has been one of their most popular products and certainly one that us at the Rab Show were definitely interested in. I know a few members of the band, or the band, and the members of the team who would certainly love to get their hands on one. So, yeah, there you go. Shameless plug, no doubt. So, yeah, one last product, I think, for bagpipers uh, before we get on to things for bagpiping fans. Um, yeah. Another shameless plug, but yeah, I have been digging around on LoneStarPiper.com. Uh, whenever we were looking at this, you know, what did we buy the bagpiper in our life? Well, LoneStarPiper.com actually has a massive range of RG Hardy products. And a lot of them on there we've spoken about before, but really piqued my interest is the RG Hardy Twist Trap Practice Pipes. These things are seriously fascinating. The practice pipes are... They're not quite small pipes. They're not quite shuttle pipes or anything like that. These things, uh, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. <laughs> I'm simply fascinated by them. I've yet to see a set of these up close. I would love to. 
I've seen various video clips and things of, you know, guys at a field marshal playing them and all of that. And they do sound good. And they're just not half as loud as what it would be if you were playing a set of Highland Pipes. But they do give you opportunity then to practice blowing a steady tone and all of that. So, yeah, a shout out to LoneStarPiper.com. And they sell a full range of all of their Twist Trap products, including, you know, their practice chanters as well. Twist Trap practice chanters. They're, again, equally worth picking up. So, yeah, go and check out Lone Star Piper. I know uh, it, it kind of sounds like a bit of a shameless plug, but for the RG Hardy lineup, as well as their range of bagpipes as well, which are simply outstanding. Um, so, they have RG Hardy on there. They have Wallace. Back, they have a full range of bagpipes up there. So many different selections um, that will suit most budgets. Go and check out Lone Star Piper. Uh, he has a full range up there. But yeah, the one that really piqued my interest and one that you could possibly get that bagpiper in your life would be one of these RG Hardy twist trap. Uh, either the practice chanter, which is kind of interesting as well. Uh, but definitely those practice pipes. You know, they're, they're pretty, they're reasonably cheap. They're about $425, which is still quite steep. I know a lot of people go, what? $400? But whenever you consider what you're getting, this is an instrument in itself. It is an instrument in itself. It's used for practice purposes. Yeah, that's fine. You know, it's so you've been able to blow blow steady tone and be able to play your tune and being able to maintain. You know, if you get the feeling of playing Highland pipes, but in such a small form factor and not half of the volume for what Highland Pipes would be. It's certainly a very interesting product. I would love to see these up close. I have yet to see a set of them up close. I've seen the practice chanters, mind you, and they do look real high-quality stuff, to be honest. The one I did have my hands on didn't have a read in it, so I had no idea what it sounded like. But, you know, looking at the build quality of these things, it just looked brilliant. And uh, the finishes, too, as well. You know, some of the soles on them, too, really, really nice. You know, with imitation ivory and some, and then you get some real nice uh, kind of... Uh, nickel work and stuff like that some real nice practice chanters there um so definitely go and check it out lonestarpiper.com and check out their uh full lineup of rg hardy pipes as well as the twist trap ones they were de- definitely piqued our interest on the rabjo team okay let's get into our third category then what do you buy the bagpiping fan in your house well you could get them a range of different things and this is where we get into the muddy water uh, is it for piping fans or is it just for music fans in general? Well, one product that I really want to point you in the direction of, and I may have already spoke about it on this on this our podcast, is the uh, books by Stephanie Burns, PhD. She's created a couple of books now, um, all about practice strategies and also for memorization of strategies as well. Uh, whenever it comes to learning scores or learning music, then yeah, she has released two incredible books. For bagpipers, and you have such people as Jack Lee, Stuart Little, Reed Maxwell, and Stephen McWhorter being contrib- contributors. Contributors, you're just about to talk tonight. Uh, so, contributors to this amazing uh, couple of books that Stephanie has uh, released, and we've spoke to Stephanie about these books and how she came about to write them in the first place, and why you guys, as pipers and drummers, should get your hands on these. So, yeah, if you have a piping or drumming fan in the house, these books really are kind of. They're transformative, I would say. I've read the practice strategy one. I've yet to read the memorization one, although I do have it. Uh, But the practice strategy one certainly has changed the way that I approach practice. Um, So it does give you loads of different strategies and things that you can use to help improve 
you know, your musical performance. It's really quite interesting. Uh, people don't practice proper properly, which is difficult to say in a podcast. But honestly, it does kind of make you analyze what you're practicing and how you're practicing it. And so, yeah, shout out to Stephanie Burns and her two series of books. Uh, the first one, Practice Strategies That Cause Musical Improvement. I think the other one is Music Memorization and Different Things. Go and check it out. Collection of book by Stephanie Burns. Uh, if you have a piping fan, a learner, or even an advanced player, these are definitely a series of books that are definitely going to be worth picking up. So trust me, uh, that piper or drummer in your life will not say no. Also, the number one release that you have to buy that piping fan in your life has to be St. Lawrence Atul's Tourist Kjol. This was released on CD this year and has not been out of my car stereo since I've got my hands on it. It was simply incredible. And the album is just a masterwork from start to finish. It really is. I can't sing its praises enough. If you haven't got a copy of this album yet, you really are missing a trick. You need to get your hands on this. I think it is still currently available. Uh, through St. Lawrence's website. Of course, you can get it through their social media as well. St. Lawrence, a tool pipe band. Uh, you need to get a copy of Tourist Cure. The album itself is just outstanding. And uh, I can't you know, sell it well enough. Whenever I was thinking about, okay, what do I tell people to buy you know, that piper or drummer in their life that may want a piping recording? This is the one that you buy. Okay, this is it. <laughs> this is the 2019 release that you need to have all right and i can't stress that enough there has been other releases this year don't get me wrong tons of great piping has been released this year but this has to be top of my list whenever it comes to what is the essential purchase for piping fans this year it honestly has to be st lawrence tools tourist kill and now i'm sure i'll get emails about this oh what about this one uh what about this one yeah, sorry, but my pick this year has to be Tourist Kjell. Now, you can disagree, and I'd love to hear your emails. BigRabShow at gmail.com Okay, now, what's the last gift that we have on our hashtag list uh, for the piping and drumming fan, and not the musician in the house, but just a fan? Um, well, yeah, it would have to be a cape. <laughs> now, everyone kind of laughed at me whenever I suggested this, but honestly... You've no idea how valuable a kip can be in inclement weather. Yes, a band spec kip is invaluable when it is absolutely chucking it down. And it's always when you think you don't need it, that's when you need it. So this past season has been incredibly damp, drich, terrible, absolutely lashing it down most of the season. And even my experience in Atlanta was just the same lashing with rain and boy was i glad i brought my cape with me yes a cape is an essential piece of kit for a pipe bander be you a player or spectator or just a fan you need to get a band spec cape now some of them come with all sorts of different linings and different things and uh deep pockets where you can put sticks in or you know storage thing that some capes out there that you can buy are simply really really expensive and uh so yeah shop around and uh stay within your budget i think essentially what it is a cape is a cape is a cape it keeps the rain off you and that's what it is that's what it does uh so yeah i think uh, lone star 
Again, LoneStarPiper.com sells band kits, band spec ones. Uh, but of course, they are available from other retailers. But we would also we would recommend you go to Lone Star because they have got a great range of band kits and stuff. Now, also as well as showing you towards kits, uh, honestly, if someone was to buy me a kip for Christmas, I'd be dead happy. Thanks for that. That. So that is blinking useful. I would love to use this this incoming year. Thank you. I'm not going to be standing getting soaked in the rain. <laughs> a cape can be invaluable. So, yeah. Trust me, whenever you're standing in a competition and the rain is going sideways and you're wearing your cape and you're managing to stay relatively dry under there, you'll thank that person at Christmas. Hey, thanks to Johnny. You bought me that there cape. Thank you, mate. You know, happy days. So a cape is always a great present to buy. They can be relatively inexpensive or they can be incredibly expensive, depending on how much money you want to spend. So get a nice one. You know, don't buy the cheapest of the cheap, you know, where the rain will just whistle through right, you know, right through it. And there's no point wearing it. Or, you know, get a decent one. Get one of the band, band spec ones is what the ones I look for. The band spec ones, they're kind of a little bit heavier grade and the rain doesn't seep through quite as quick. <laughs> Um, so yeah definitely worth checking out and a great product to buy any pipe bander so there you go it might seem like a very boring present but a very useful one that a pipe bander will definitely thank you for so there you go that is a weird recommendation but it's a good one trust me a lot of people will agree with me if they got a cape under the christmas tree they would really thank you for it (laughs) maybe not there and then they'll go dang it i didn't want that i wanted call of duty Uh, so yeah whenever you're standing in lurgan and the rain's going sideways well, where's your call of duty now that keeping you dry nope nah, there you go all right well that's it for this this week's rap show podcast it's been a bit of a random one uh but hey that's the best ones isn't it so we're getting into the holiday season now so as you can imagine we really need your mail we need your listener mail your involvement in the show especially if you have any questions because our q a episode's coming up very soon uh so get your questions into us big grab show at gmail.com now of course i didn't throw the challenge out there i will hopefully get my wife to speak on a future podcast who knows that'll be all sorts of interesting uh, and a possible topic of the week right there mm. so yeah imagine that an interview with rab's missus that'll be all sorts of interesting um she does exist some people have questioned does my wife actually exist yes she does <laughs> my wife does exist she's a real person uh so who knows may, we may bring her on depending on demand if you guys want to hear from her then you need to email us in let us know that you want to hear uh you know <laughs> behind the scenes at the big rab show email us in big rab show at gmail.com we'd love to hear your questions your commentary suggestions for topic of the week and also what have you got planned for your holidays you know, rolling into the holiday season, uh, are you even getting any holidays? Maybe you might be working all the way through. Uh, but for me, I'm actually looking forward to getting a few days off. Looking forward to it. In the meantime, the Big Rab Show will continue to rattle on. We never get a day off. We will keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. So, yeah, if you'd like to help support the show, don't forget you can go and click support on Patreon. I know I keep bashing that old chestnut, but, yeah. It really does mean the world. Whenever you go over there, click support. You'll get your hands on tons of extra stuff. And for five bucks a month, you really are helping support what we do here on The Rab Show and helping us continue to, you know, produce this content for all of you guys to enjoy. So, yeah, the holiday season's right upon us and we really want to hear from you. Email us in, bigrabshow 
at gmail.com. And we'll see you all again here on the podcast next week. All the very best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also, check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time, guys, thanks for checking out the Rab Show podcast and we'll see you all next week. All the best. <laughs>